When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's The Strip with Walter and Bunny. Yes, it's that dynamic detective duo you know from True Vault Escapades now taking on the glitz and glamour of New Vegas. Brought to you by Atomic Wolf and the A-Bomb radio station. there's good enough money involved. But the last thing you and I need to be doing is acting as some army delivery boys. And why is that? Well, because what message does this give off to the people we help regularly? That we serve the NCR? A lot of our customers' problems stem from the NCR. True, but need they remind themselves that Walter and Bunny investigations share no bias. If someone needs help and the money's good, we're on the case. And besides, we've turned down the NCR many times before, and on top of that, Humphreys is the only one we've even remotely trusted to task us. Yeah, well, Humphreys can be a little crooked too, Walter. I'm just saying, let's try and space out the times we support them. I get you, Bunny. Ugh, good gosh, if it's hot in here. <laughs> I know you hate long rides, but we'll be there and back in no time. Take a nap. I'll be fine. Mm. All right. Walter and Bunny Investigations at your service. I think you'll be wanting this. Oh, thank you, sir. With this, I'll give the okay to the lieutenant, and he'll wire over your currency of choice. It is caps, isn't it? Always is. Okay, then. Uh, great work. The NCR thanks you for your support. No problem. Good luck, boys. You think we should stop for something on the road first? I was thinking the same thing. 
I think I saw that little town of Rachel down the way. Let's get something there. Not like these soldier boys have any extra MREs to spare. <laughs> to be honest, Walter, when you're in the middle of a desert, anything sounds good. <sighs> you know, I think maybe I'll catch up on some more sleep. <laughs> Place. Yeah, real clean, unlike most diners. Why, that's because we ain't got no taxes to pay or local hoods to kick up to. Glad you both like it. Welcome to the Lay Inn. It's a diner and a motel. The Lay Inn? Is that something French? No, ma'am. Well, some of the letters out front busted over the years, and I switched the remaining ones around. I don't know what it used to be called, but with a few changes and a leftover apostrophe, the lay-in was born. People like fancy, so I made it sound like it. <laughs> I like your style, ma'am. Say, do you have two seats open for a couple of detectives? Of course, of course. Sit your butts down, you two. Ain't no need to take a booth. Come up to the bar. Well, this is a breath of fresh air. Thank you. You two like atomic cocktails, or do you want something along the lines of a sunset sarsaparilla? Hmm, a sunset sounds nice. I'll take one. Make that, too. All righty, I'll get those for you folks and let you skim through the menu. The name's Rhonda, by the way. Thank you for coming in, y'all. That's refreshing. Some real down-home hospitality is something I've been needing, spending all that time in this city. Exactly. I haven't seen something like this since the vault. No crooked gangsters getting all drunk and loud, none of the staff fighting. I think she is a staff bunny. What? Just one woman handling the food and the rooms? Huh. Talk about strength, my head would explode. This is just some little unknown town, bunny. I doubt she even needs a staff to help get things done. Well, it is pretty blank in here. All right, got your sarsaparillas here? Thank you. Yes, thank you. Need another minute to think? Actually, yes, but I've decided on spending the night here. What do you think, Bunny? Uh, believe it or not, I had the same thought in mind. One more day away from Humphreys and the fast living of the Strip? That sounds good to me. Oh, that's splendid news. I had a good feeling about you two. I can get you any room you'd like. Any would be fine with me. Oh, oh, and can it be up higher so we can get a view? No problem. I'll go get a key. Glad you could stay with us. Oh, are you two brother and sister? <laughs> no, why? Well, I was meaning to ask because I happened to notice that you both had the same birthmark. Uh, a birthmark? Where? The one on the back of your hands right there. They're almost identical. What the? Huh? I don't remember. <laughs> well, I'll go get your key and take your orders. Thanks again, y'all. Yeah, thanks. Um, Walter? What the heck are these? I don't know, Bunny. I don't know. But there are no pen marks. 
Not even a speck of it washes off when I rub it. Walter, did you get us tattoos when I was out in the car? Because if so, it's not funny. I'm none of the kind, Bunny. And these are pretty specifically drawn. You have to be one lucky son of a gun to get a birthmark this interesting looking. I'm so lost. Should we be worried? We'll get these evaluated by Dr. Usanagi when we get back home. Wouldn't be surprised if too much radiation exposure is responsible for this. Yeah, well, in that case, I'm hoping these are tattoos. Got the clothes all packed up. How did you sleep? Ugh, awful. You know, I was practically up all night trying to wipe the back of my hand. I told you, Bunny, we'll be fine. We should be worried about the early stages of ghoulism. We should be worried about getting a knife in the back. Nothing serious is coming from a small patch of skin. Yeah, sure, but it ain't gonna stop me from being irritated by it. Like, it, well, what the heck is it? It's not itching or burning anything, is it? No, but it might as well be. I hate this thing. It's shaped like the underside of a chicken's foot. <laughs> Perhaps we've been initiated into some sort of gang. <laughs> well, I want out. <laughs> Here's the keys, Rhonda. We had a wonderful stay. Thanks, Walter. I hope you two have a nice trip back home. Be sure to look us up again if you're ever in these parts. <laughs> we sure will. And we'll recommend the lay-in to anybody on their way out here. Oh, thank you. Well, don't let me hold you. I'm sure you both got a lot of crimes to solve. <sighs> Unfortunately, we do. The work never stops, so we best get to it. Goodbye, Rhonda, and thanks again. Bye. You finished with Rhonda? Yep, just checked out. You don't have to be in the driver's seat, you know. I got it covered. Well, I was expecting so, but when I wanted to get the car started to crank up the AC, it just kept stuttering. What? You're kidding. Nope. Tried a few times, and it sounds nothing short of a rusted old jalopy. Here, scooch over. Let me give it a try. Sure thing. Oh, no. Wow, great. The car's broken, and we don't know anyone who can fix it. Well, who knows when the last car was fixed? Well, can't stay out here forever. We've got a lot of appointments waiting for us back home. <sighs> Guess I forgot the car was a prototype. You know, things like this were bound to happen. But if Humphreys doesn't send a convoy, we'll be sitting ducks until we decide to walk. Oh no, I'm not walking in the middle of the desert for miles. There has to be another way. We could catch a caravan heading our way, but there's no telling how often one comes around here. Well, hey, maybe we can ask Rhonda. She seems pretty hands-on. Seems to be our only hope. I'll be back. Wait right here. Back already? Yes, but not under the best of circumstances. Our car broke down and we need help, if that's possible. Oh dear, and on your last day too. I don't think I know anything about cars, but 
We do have a local mechanic in town. He's versed with stuff like robots and gun parts and stuff, but he's your best chance for something like this. Really? Well, at least there's a little hope. Is he close by? You see that tiny garage a few paces into town? That's Landon Carmichael's place, the mechanic. You'll either find him tinkering with something or talking with himself. Between you and me, I think the sun's got to him after a while. He's good people, though. Thank you, Rhonda. Here's another tip for the road. So, what did she have for you? A guy named Landon. He's the local town handyman. Can't get my money on him being auto smart, but what else can we do? Walking. She ain't one of them. Hope somebody's home. Oof. Even out here I can smell the oil and smoke. That means either we have a man who might be able to fix our car, or a man who's asking for a nasty fire. Don't know what these people have that needs constant fixing out here. Maybe the roving caravans? Perhaps he trades with them on the side. Oh, still doesn't cut it for profit. Maybe most of these townspeople are self-sufficient. That's right, <gasps> we are. Well, what kind of contraption is this? Intercom, let's me talk to your doors. I was here the whole time. Just had to check you both out. <laughs> well, we're clean, if that's what you're wondering. What do you want? Rhonda, from the lay in sounds here. We've got car trouble and think you're the only one who can help. Car trouble? Where the heck did you get a car from? It's a long story, but we need to get back home to Vegas more than anything, so do you think you could at least take a look? Hello? Uh, hello? I don't think he likes us. Vegas! Sounds to me that the city slickers found their way into a mighty big pickle. Landon Carmichael. Nice to meet you. Could have sworn I heard a roaring V8 roll through the front gates. I didn't know a fixer-upper more excellent than myself. Oh, we didn't restore it. It was a gift. Oh, and we're Walter and Bunny of WB Investigations, just outside of Vegas. You seem to know your engines. Can we relieve ourselves with the thought that maybe we found someone with the proper expertise? Ma'am, when the world was only but a little newer in my youth, me and the community used to patch up old wrecks all the time. Maybe not to full capability, but we knew a thing or two. So there's more of you? Nah, not since the big drought darn near a decade ago. Drove all my old friends out of town. I could manage. So, your car's bust today. Where is it? In the parking lot of the inn. And it's just stuttering on you? That's right. Odd. Must be the motor. Tell me, what's the brand? It's got no brand since it's a complete custom job, but Bunny tells me it's styled like a... a what was that again, Bunny? A 1928 Rolls-Royce. Don't know much about them, but apparently they were top-of-the-line stuff back in the day. <laughs> well, there's your problem right there. It's a luxury vehicle. You can't depend on that stuff. Even with a fission-powered engine. Even with a fission-powered engine? <laughs> And even with all that fancy tech, they still couldn't make a dependable luxury car. And I'll tell you why. They sacrifice all the quality for creature comforts. 
class is nice, not when it gets you stranded out in the middle of nowhere. Well, I learned something today. Is there anything you can do to get us back on the road? Oh, sure. I can probably jerry-rig us up a new radiator or solenoid plunger. That is, unless it really is the engine. In that case, we'd have more problems. That's great. You think you could have it all fixed by today? Oh, sure. These things are common breakables. I already asked a few we could slip on your car. Who knows? Maybe one will be a fit. <sighs> Thank goodness. Y'all can come on in now. No need in having y'all wait to eat. Thank you. It's no trouble. After you, Bunny. No trouble at all. I like talking shop with new people. Maybe I can even show you guys how to make that thing last you another hundred miles after you take it home. <laughs> Golly, do you sure have a project happening in here? I like it. It's darn near rusted to the core, but it keeps a roof over my head and place to work. That's just a fancy way of saying you're a hard worker. <laughs> what is all this? I wouldn't even know where to begin. Just a mixture of parts I make for the town, like motors for the generator, new pieces for the windmill. Now I'm starting to get involved with robots. That's what the terminals are for, aren't they? Yep, gotta upload stuff into their metal heads. Very different from what I'm used to, but the end result will be worth the frustration. A few helping hands would be good for a fellow of my age. So let's see here. Car parts, car parts, car parts. Guess I take back what I said. This is an interesting place after all. You'd be better off trusting the working man rather than a con man in the city. Gotta admit, I miss the small town atmosphere. Simple men and women just trying to get by. Everybody knows everybody. Not a fear of having a gun at your back. Put your heads up! Walter, he has a gun! Put it down, Landon. Unless there's a legionnaire behind us, you're aiming that gad at two good people here. Shut up! You two ain't fooling nobody. I know why you're here. No city slickers just ramble in town like this with good intent, and especially with a set of hot wheels like those. <laughs> Mister, please, I, I, I don't know what you think we did. Shut it. We'll walk out of here right now, Landon. You won't have to worry about us again. Idiot! You think I'm some sort of desert ick, huh? <laughs> well, truth is, I took the battery out of your car deep in the night while I was sound asleep. No abductees go anywhere without the once-over by old Landon. What are you talking about? Well, you tell me, Detective, was doing the rounds yesterday afternoon hunting for more rats when I suddenly spot the cleanest car I've ever seen just floating like a pretty white feather in the sky, all the way down from some shiny-looking disc. Remember that, huh? You have my most honest claim when I say I have no earthly idea what you mean. Please, just put the gun down. Nothing earthly about this, boy. I saw that dang powder room on wheels levitate like a magician's assistant out there. I intend to get to the bottom of this. Done playing around, you hear? Now look here, I... I can tell there's no getting around to making you understand that you're out of your mind, but look... Let's make a deal. We give you what you want, whatever it is, and you let us walk, okay? We don't want any trouble. Well, you got trouble, partner. You want to walk? I want answers. <sighs> yeah, but answers we don't have. Oh, they're in there. We just need to get them out. So what? You're going to scramble our eggs or something? I can do brain surgery on a machine, but not no man. There's ways. The aliens obviously wiped your memories of the whole thing, and that's where a little errand I have for you comes in. Wait, 
Aliens? <laughs> now we know he's insane. Oh, it ain't no punk, my friends. The Greys took you aboard that ship and kept you there for a little while. About 20 minutes into my hunt, they gently dropped you back down. I got behind some rocks and watched the whole thing. You cut their eye like so many others, and it won't be long until they come back to give us all intergalactic checkups. The Greys want something from us, and they'll kill us all in order to get it. Walter, get your gun. Get your gun and shoot this man in the... <gasps> Make a move and I'll splatter you. You hear me? Okay, okay. Just cool it, will you? No need to go shooting at people with their hands up. So the alien's done and put the squeeze on us, eh? Well, what do they want? World domination? They sure have an empty canvas to work with. I don't know what sinister mishaps they have planned for the Earth, but even after atomic holocaust, they still feel the need to bother us. And we're not the only ones. I recall you mentioning more. Ah, yes. War travelers and caravans get the most of it these days. Them saucers swing in, and sometimes the victims don't swing out. Sometimes they do. But after a while, things start to change. They end up dying, even with a clean bill of health. I tried getting some of them to come to the garage. They're all too hysterical. And a lot couldn't remember a thing, much like you. Don't know if you're all holding out on me, or if they ETs really have the power to, to, to do something like that. They do, believe me, because Bunny and I are clueless, Landon. All righty then, if that's the case, you'll see to it that you visit Dr. Leo Henderson. He's only a few miles out of Rachel, lives in a shack of his own. And once there? Find him, get him to tap into your memory, and repeat whatever mumbo-jumbo he had to say to you, to me. Got it? What if we just run away? Head back to New Vegas, never to be seen again, huh? Then that's exactly what'll happen to you if you do. You'll just drop dead, never to be seen again. We'll find the doctor, only as long as you fulfill your end of the bargain. You'll get the dang car parked and then some. For now, get! We'd stay in that rusted old garage forever. Yeah, either dead or alive. That man had the stability of a raging bull. But crazy or not, he meant business about whatever he was rambling on about in there. Could work playing along with the alien talk. Who knows how many poor saps he shot that couldn't keep a level head with him. But he has the keys to our car, figuratively speaking. And there's no paying him off. He wants info, and he's not very clear about what it is. Abductions in the desert, dead victims, and aliens. Out of all things? If you want my professional opinion, this is a case of some old coot that has nothing better to do than make up stories. You remember what Rhonda said, right? That old man's been baking in the sun for too long? Yeah, but she was wrong about calling him good people. Well, either way, we still have no working car, and the sun's about to drop. So what do we do? Wait until the man sleeps and snag the battery, get the heck out of here? I wouldn't mind giving him a broken neck in the process. No, Bunny. We could do that easily and without fault. Heck, we could get it right now if we wanted to, but... But we can't. <laughs> what the... Walter Camry, elite detective and master of deduction. Do my ears deceive me? No, ma'am. We have to see this hermit's plan through. But, but, uh, why? Because, Bunny, I believe him. What? 
I know you may think this is crazy, Bunny. Uh, yeah, which it is. Yes, which it is. But just hear me out. On the way to the NCR outpost, while you were asleep, I couldn't help but notice a huge chunk of time was lost, and we arrived almost 20 minutes earlier than expected. We have a car. We cut through time almost every day. But not like this. Our expected arrival wasn't due for nearly an hour, but it was cut in half unexpectedly. It was as if we were picked up and dropped off at a further location. So, what, you remember a flying disc just grabbing us up? And little green men looking us over? No, but that's where the mind wipe comes in. My memory's a haze from the car ride, but all I remember is expected to be there in almost 40 minutes. Then I'm there in less than 10. What do you suppose that could be, huh? It's probably just your brain compensating for a long, boring car ride. Why do you think I fell asleep? There was nothing interesting out there. Just endless desert. And why do you not remember such an odd gap in time? You were asleep. <sighs> Walter! Oh, quick, Bunny. We don't have much daylight left. Now tap into your pit boy and locate the nearest visible location outside of Rachel. <sighs> Fine, Walter. But I'm only doing this because I trust your gut as much as you do. Huh. There's a small structure just east of here. You think that could be the good Dr. Landon recommended? If that's the only place to try, that's the best we've got. Let's head out. Well, it's a shack, all right. Looks more like a shed. And, um, Walter? Just to confirm I'm not suffering from heat stroke, you still really believe we were abducted by aliens? Yes, Bunny, though I never agreed it was because of aliens. Who knows what kind of radioactive creatures they have out here? Who's to say we weren't ambushed by some ghoulish cult that has the power to erase memories? Well, it would explain the marks on our hands. Hey, who are you? What the heck are you doing loitering outside my house? We've been looking for you, Doctor, and we come in peace. Please, don't do anything rash. We've already had a gun trained on us once today. We don't plan on having any more. You guys know who I am. Could have sworn you called me a doctor? Yes, sir, I did. We don't want to take up much of your time, Leo, because we're on a tight leash as well. Aha! Uh, who sent you? Nobody just knows a guy like me and where I live. Go on. I'm all ears. Oh, I'm Walter Camry, and this is Bunny. We were on our way out of town until that friendly mechanic and Rachel took something that we need in order to get back home. Ah, Landon. You don't have to tell me anymore. Odd. It's been months since his last little helper came along to visit me. But those visits were from people not too sound of mind, too shooken up from the abduction. But you two haven't a sign of insanity. There are more? After Carmichael held something of value against them, yes. He thinks I have all the answers to these bizarre happenings. So he, he tries to send others to squeeze me of knowledge I don't have. Well, not yet, at least. <laughs> Sounds like him. B but who exactly are you, Doctor? Why live all the way out here? 
And were we really abducted by... by... What you call aliens? Yes. Landon likes to spend his night stalking innocent bystanders, knowing gosh darn well what's going to happen. The ones who don't remember the incidents are the ones he likes to take advantage of. That would be you. Well, look, bottom line is something happened to us, and even though I want to get out of this part of town, there's no denying something mysterious is taking place here. Hmm. I share your concern, Walter, and I'll be willing to dig for answers. But a warning. The truth may shock you. Well, this is no different than Landon's garage. Just twice as many computers. Oh, quite a setup, isn't it? Most of it is used for radio transmission and the like. You can never be sure what's out there, so I record, monitor, and study the strange broadcasts we get out here. And you believe they're from out of this world? Yes, at least until I began getting attacked by these dastardly beings. This only proved my theories. The alien greys can be just as hostile as they are intelligent. They are weak to physical damage, however. They and others like them rely purely on advanced technology to protect them. I'm hearing the word gray a lot. Ah, yes. They are the most common visitors our kind gets. Don't know much about them, but they pop up all throughout history. Others include the Zetans, and a theory of mine concludes they had a war with the Greys. This is all clearly speculation, however. Okay, enough with this complicated jibber-jabber. I'm done hearing about aliens or, or greys or, or whatever they're called. I, I don't think we're alone in the universe, but can a girl please get a more logical explanation of this before we start diving into cryptology? My goodness. Subject one, I call him. He was a Grey from the last invasion I had. They don't like me intercepting their frequencies, so they come after me, tooth and claw. Well, well this only confirms it, doesn't it? Yep. Hopes that clears your speculation. Please p put that curtain back, for the love of Pete. Oh, sorry about that. So, how'd you get the stick? A few saucers came down on me, raining fire. But I took them all down, as I usually do. Most of the time, the damage is so high, I, I can't recover anything. <laughs> but uh, funnily enough, that little guy bailed overboard, fell flat on his face, killing him. Was sure I was going to blow up his ship, so he took the risk. Too bad he died. I'd have loved to interview him. And I'm assuming you keep him for study, then? Oh, sure do. But I am not an anatomy kind of doctor. I'm an expert of the mind. Speaking of which, I forgot you both are on bide time. Let's get you two in some chairs, and we can get cracking. What the heck is that? Alien attack. Must be just another wave. I know I should have turned those bugs off when I invited you in. What's going on? Oh, that's a lot of blips. The radar's got about eight, no, ten UFOs. Hardly 50 meters ahead. What do we need to do? Got guns of your own? Different pistols here and there. Here, take these K-98. Ain't that I have something against your guns. Just need better range is all. You know how to shoot, girl? Better than you know. 
Good. This shouldn't take long. Just do your best and only be in sight when you take your shots. A few seconds under their scopes and you're tossed. Now get ready. They are coming in strong. That too much rifle for you, Bunny? If so, I can give you my 44. Save the pistol for land and I know how to handle a long rifle. Right on. I'll take the left window, you take the right. Good plan. I'll take the door. Brace for impact! Why aren't they moving? Like I said, they crossed in the tech torch! too primitive to defeat them! Well, they haven't seemed to learn the last few times you killed them. And that's why they're such easy targets! Get ready to pop up again! Only a few more will do that! That's metal they use crumples like paper! Now! Dog! <laughs> More salvage! Like watching money fall from the sky! <laughs> I don't know why those greys keep sending me free caps, but they are nice to do so. Say, you two alright? I'm just fine. But Bunny over there seems to be taking it pretty hard. Uh, they're... They're real. Aliens. They're real. <laughs> oh my gosh. The shock will pass, but she handles the fight with stride. I'll give her that. Doctor, that was fun and all, but I think me and Bunny are gonna need some help before another roaming gang of gray thugs comes around again. Oh, why, yes, yes, absolutely. I'm sorry, just let me... Wait. What is it, Doc? Your hand! By George! Tell me I... Is that a birthmark by any chance? Oh, this? No. No, we... Hmm. We noticed them sometime yesterday. Assumed they were a mutation. Oh, no! This is not a mutation! And we? She has it too? Yeah, same spot. My goodness. You're kidding. You think this is somehow connected with the abduction, don't you? Sink? I know it does! My sweet... Oh, gosh. Do you know how many times I've seen this mark come across my research? Yes. Yes. Three wiggly-looking prongs standing high and one on the bottom. Like a chicken's foot. Like a chicken's foot. Walter? Are we going to be okay? I want you two to head back to Rachel. Landon's got something of mine that I'll need desperately to tap into your psyche. What? Why? Weren't you about to... No. I had a very minor form of hypnosis I was going to use on you, but... <sighs> My gold watch. Landon robbed it from me a while ago, and I need you to get it back for me. What's so special about this watch? It was a custom modification I gave to it that emits a sound so specific. Some of the deepest parts of your mind can be explored. Looks like we'll need to dig as deep as we can. 
Why? Because of the marks? Walter, we can get to the bottom of this. But we aren't, unless we get that watch. I don't care if you have to murder Landon to get it. But you wouldn't only be mending your own problems. You'd be advancing centuries of study into this subject. Well, I guess there's no other direction. Walter, let's just go. The sooner we put this case to rest, the sooner I can forget how I just exchanged gunfire with... Spaceman. Got that glove on tight, Bunny? <sighs> Almost enough to cut off the circulation. Good. Last thing we need is Landon noticing these marks. We got lucky the first time. Come on, answer the door. Let's just get this crazy ordeal over with. I still don't see why we don't just steal it. He's already counting us as an asset to his cult-like following with the aliens. Might as well just keep playing into it. <gasps> what are you doing back here? Whoa, whoa, friend. Just put the heat down. We're not going to pull a fast one on you. Just take it easy. We live in times of war, poverty, famine, and otherworldly abduction. Can you tell me to take it easy? My reactions are mighty called for, detective. Oh, fair enough, sir. Rhonda says she wants to see us after you did what you needed to do. You did what you needed to do, right? Well, not yet. Why, I'll fuck you! Whoa, whoa, hold it there, Landon. I says to come back with your memories, and you come back with squat. Don't know whether to kill you or grab your amateur medical handbook and go to work with my scalpel. We need the special pocket watch, the one you took from Dr. Henderson. It's the only way he can gain access to our encounter with Graves, if you'd please. Uh, so he really does need the shiny old thing. Uh, you say it's the only way? We'd all be wasting our time if we just let it sit in your garage. Ain't in my shed? It's in my jacket. It's... it's beautiful. Ain't it? Told him he'd get it back if he supplied me with more what I wanted. Just like you ain't getting the battery back if you don't give me what I want. In this case, the watch is the next step. I can bring it back if you want. You better! Oh, but don't get killed on the way there. Never got this far with the Gray's victims. I don't intend to stop now. You mentioned something about Rhonda needing us? Forget it. Tell her to save it for later. Right now, just focus on digging in your noggins. Now, go on. Doctor's waiting. And picking up heavy signals on the radar. Mighty high in the sky. Just hop to it before it's too late. <laughs> doing okay over there, Bunny? I know that last altercation had you a little shaken up. You know, about the truth. Oh, I'm not too bad. I guess I always knew there was some funny business up there in the sky, but... Well, I wasn't expecting it to just be thrust in my face like that. Thank goodness the adrenaline really helped me take the saucers down back there. But boy, when the realization of what just happened hit me, I felt like fainting. What about you? Hasn't this been a real eye-opener for you as a native wastelander? Well, Bunny, I've seen some of the most disgusting monsters and mutations the wasteland can throw at me. And this all stems from childhood. Super mutant raids, ghoul attacks, cult kidnappings. So no, this is just another freakish thing from the wasteland. Different, yes, but not much new. Should have put that into consideration. What about... 
why we were chosen by these Martians, and what could they want from a world like ours? Don't ask me. I get all my alien knowledge from the old preserved comic serials like the rest of the world. Well, coming from a place with some of the most advanced theories from pre-war life, I have read my share of extraterrestrial studies. It wasn't my cup of tea as a subject, but interesting nonetheless. Go ahead. I'm curious. Well, most of what I read was pure speculation, even by the most revered experts. But to sum it all up, the aliens have a habit of abducting various random humans and animals from what seems like the beginning of history. If not from some bizarre records from the ancient times, old Chris Columbus mentioned a strange encounter aboard the Mayflower, if you can believe that. Okay. And the purpose of all this? Well, to study us, of course. Though not exactly sure what for. Some say wherever they come from is some barren wasteland like ours, and they want to find ways to bring it back to life with our resources. Which doesn't sound crazy now that we live like this. But others say that maybe their intentions are more sinister in nature. I mean, we may never know. Even this deep into this odd case, but the bottom line? They like abducting people and letting them back down. Heck, you know, there was a case just like ours. Some couple in a car gets snatched up and later describe the most trippy experience aboard a supposed alien spacecraft. <laughs> Sounds like that'll be us in a moment. So far, they seem to get off on being indirect and showing off their fancy technology. <laughs> That sounds like one smug species. Ah, Walter, Bunny, do you come back with good news? Right here, Leo. Solid gold and diamond encrusted. Didn't expect it to be this fancy, but I can tell why Landon stole it from you. Almost got shot twice over it, by the way. Hope it was worth it. Oh, but you'll find that it was. Come in, sit down, you two. I need you to get relaxed in order for hypnosis to take effect. We won't have to be worrying about any more invasions, will we? Oh, oh none of that. I just restored my old turret on the roof, just in case they returns on. This room, please. This is where you both will be put under hypnosis. I've got those two cushioned chairs for the both of you right there. Go ahead. Before we do, do you have any idea what we'll see? I can't determine every individual patient's vision. But from what I've heard from the others, it will be a foggy version of what you initially saw on the UFO. Much like a dream. Will it be... An intense experience? That all depends on how intense the experience was, Bunny. But I have enough experience to keep you calm. Well, all right. Just don't make this purposely dragged out for your own experiments. I want to get in and out of my psyche as quickly as possible. Hmm, you have my word. Take a seat, please, and try to relax. Let's get this over with. Now, with the watch, it shouldn't take but a few seconds to sleep. Now, if everyone's nice and relaxed, I'll get started. I want you to keep an eye on this pocket watch dangling before you. 
I had it made so shiny to keep a patient's attention better. Now, are you watching? I am. Me too. Okay, Zen. I'm going to begin swaying the watch. Keep a deep focus on it. Remember that you should be relaxing as you do this. There's nothing to be afraid of. Nothing to fear. Just you and this watch. Swaying back and forth. Back and forth. Now, on the count of three, I want you to close your eyes real easy like. The count of three. One, two, three. Good. Now that you're there, I want you to picture yourselves back at home, Walter and Bunny. Back home, where you're sitting together in front of a television. Just relaxing, sitting, and watching television. Now on the screen is your memory of yesterday afternoon. You're driving along the road. Nothing in sight. That's when the saucer comes. You may not have seen it, but it pulls you aboard. Then you wake up. Perhaps there's a bright light to greet you. The bed is cold and hard, along with the gases that greet you. You've never seen these people before. You feel scared. Get it. Calm. Calm. Oh. Bunny? Why are you asleep? Where are we? Bunny? Wait, who... Who are you? What are you? You're in a safe place. I... I can't move. What are you all doing? Please, relax. You have nothing to fear. I promise our visit will be brief. Why... why are you pushing all those buttons? It is for the greater good, Walter. Please, relax. No! 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 Get that thing away from me! You're watching a TV. You're only watching a TV. Everything's okay. Is this the one? Very well. I shall mark him immediately. What? What are you doing? I... I want answers. Give them to me now. Easy. Everything will be fine. Nothing's fine. I... I don't... I don't know where I am. We're going to give you something for your journey, Walter. What does that thing do? The ones who encourage mass order among your kind are on the verge of unearthing something very important to us. Something our kind is... ashamed of. What do you mean? Long before you, or anyone of your lifetime was conceived, the Zetans made the grave mistake of being discovered by your land's former government. This would soon open relations between our two species prematurely. The Zetans did not survive their initial visit, leaving us subsequent time to conspire with your government at a later time. We've been watching, Walter. And we did not project healthy relations between our kinds for centuries to come. And we were correct. What do you mean? When we spoke of resources, they spoke of profit. When we spoke of protection, they spoke of war. Odds, statistics, strategy. It was a frustrating coalition, but an agreement was made. 
We had hoped nothing of the kind would occur, but we had no choice. The Zetans could not use Earth for their selfish deeds, even if it meant losing some of our own to men's corruption. This you must know, Walter. Even with the sum of our kind's sanctity lost for all of time to this day, nothing compares to the creation that we are no longer in power of. A creation which stood as a parting gift to your kind during a very desperate time. It's locked away beyond our reach, and after a prolonged search for a suitable earthly candidate, we found you, Walter. The examination was thorough, and the decision is unanimous. You will not remember this conversation, but our mark will guide you. Why? Why me? Why her? The answer was in your hands before, but now it lays in the hands of the powerful and the selfish. What is it? Sometimes what others call a good thing can do much more worse than the most hated enemy can do. We'll meet again, Walter. No. No, no, wait. I, I still don't understand. I still don't... Walter! Walter! Are you okay? I... I saw it. I saw it all. Then... Then it worked! Oh, is it over? I cannot believe that it had such a violent effect. You were tossing and turning in the chair, mumbling things I could not understand. Almost woke up too early. Well, I'll tell you, Doctor. That was the weirdest TV show I've ever seen in my life. You predicted what I saw right. I was in a brightly lit room, metallic, and all manner of mechanical doodads poking and prodding at both of us. Really? I looked at the screen and all I saw was darkness. That's because you were asleep during the whole ordeal. I was out and under by the Martians, but broke the spell long enough to question them. I wasn't exactly in the soundest of mindsets, though. My golly, how did I forget such an unforgettable experience? Hmm. The mind wipe is generally top of the line for them. Thing is, crass like hypnosis only prove time and time again that memory isn't a totally losable thing. It only gets buried. They know how to dig deep. So, Walter, what do you think? What about our marks? Why were we abducted? Yes, I am specifically interested. Ah, uh, well... I can't tell you anything that makes any sense. It was all land with no bridges connecting them. Well, still, anything. For all we know, I have those bridges. Well, from what I can remember right now, I, I was told their species had to collaborate with the pre-war government after a deadly incident involving the Zadans. Oh, great Scott! Apparently, you were right about the Greys having a falling out with the Zadans. To me, it sounded like the Greys had plans to meet our race somewhere long down the line where humans were expected to be more kind to one another. But the Zadans cut that plan short somehow. This meant the Greys needed to intervene before the Zadans met us first. They're diabolical in some way. Wait, do you... do you think he could have been referring to Roswell? The what? Exactly what I was thinking, Bunny! That UFO crash started it all! Before that, it was only an isolated incident. Never before had the world become so invested in the subject until that fateful night. If I'm reading this correctly, the Zaytans may have strayed too close on a routine visit and crashed in Roswell. This exposing otherworldly kind to the human race up close and personal. Which means the Greys either saw it or got word. 
and scrambled to shake hands with the government before the Zaytans could. Incredible. Yeah, well, the story doesn't end there. The Greys didn't expect to like the government at the time, and they were right. If one thing was made clear was that dirty deals were made with the aliens to help cook up new military technology and super weapons. After a while, some of the Greys even went rogue, joined up with the humans. That didn't resonate very well with the others. <gasps> the men in black! Say again. The men in black! Government agents known for suppressing those who sought the truth about extraterrestrials. They were known for their hairlessness and oddly sounding voice. Oh, 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 I remember this. Yeah, um, there, there was once a case of a fellow who was called by a mysterious man that wanted to talk about his recent UFO story, only to figure out he was already walking up the stairs of the guy's house told him to keep quiet about the case, and that he did. <gasps> this is big, very big. Oh, oh what about the marks? Uh, not much, just that they'd guide me. Wait. What? Walter, what are you doing? Are we going somewhere? Oh, wait, I still have so many questions. I know, Doctor, and I thank you, but what others call a good thing, Good lord. Come on, bunny. Hold on. No, what the... Wait! Halter, we've been walking for nearly 40 minutes. Can you please just talk to me? Look, I, I'm glad we both got chosen for what seems like a mission to save the world, but I'm afraid I slept through the whole briefing. I told you, we're almost there. Yeah, but we've both got the mark. Why not just explain it to me on the way there? I mean, we quite possibly just explained the long-standing theories about aliens and the feds and the men in black. We were in the middle of a groundbreaking brainstorm in there. Which means this better be good, I know. But trust me, this is going to be much better than you think. Yeah, how so? Like I said, we'll see, and we... Culture, what, what was that? Up there in the clouds. Lights. <gasps> there it is again. We're being watched. By who? Do you think it's the Zettons this time? Or maybe the Greys. Hopefully they aren't too mad we help the doctor take a few of them out. Either way, I say let's double time it. Come on, let's go. Let's go! This is all happening so fast, and why are we going back to lay in? Shouldn't we be focusing on something other than hospitality and crazy people? Landon's a lot of things, but I wouldn't call him crazy. Just close to the edge. He knows what he saw, and he's afraid of the unknown. That's why he thinks we have the answers. Yeah, well, we have them now, don't we? Most of them, but not all of them. Whatever Landon has to say, let him say it. Then, if he stays true to the deal, he'll give us back the battery to our car and we can visit one last place. After that, we're home free. Okay. I'm trusting you here, Walter. Even if the aliens may have prodded into your head. And that's why I... Oh! Hi there, Walter and Bunny. Huh? So you finally did what you were supposed to, huh? I was just talking to Miss Rhonda about the good need coming in. Hope you both brought it, as my shotgun's been feeling a little jittery lately. No need, Landon. 
Pull up a chair, you two, and I think you'll like what I've got to say. Sure, these legs are so dang tired. I'll stand, thank you. Been on my knees cleaning all day. Rhonda, I didn't know you were in the business of UFOs and such. Well, we're just a little ways out of Area 51. The alien industry has been a major impact on our town. Even to this day, obviously. Hmm. Well, since you both seem to be interested in these developments, I have some news for you. For whatever the benefit is. I had Landon call you both over here a while ago. I hope you aren't going out of your way. It's just... I know it's silly, but nothing else goes on in this town. The unknown is all we have here. Ain't no poker or gambling machines to play with out here. We understand, Rhonda. We're probably already late on four appointments by now. So we hope to get back on the road ASAP. Are you ready, Landon? Yes'm. You get the battery back when you squeal like two little piggies. You only get it from this little piggy. Bunny was asleep the whole time. I'm all ears, sir. I won't bore you with the unimportant stuff. Bottom line, there are aliens, and they do want something from us. A super weapon. A super weapon? Yes. Something that I'm sure has more power than the atom bomb. Someone has it. Someone powerful. They may or may not intend to use it, but when they feel threatened, this powerful device will cause more damage than to just their enemies. Just like the nuke, which is intended to decimate major military forces, will also harm the innocent. And it can't be used another time. We humans are prideful and irrational, and we'll stop at nothing to make a point. The Greys told me this. It was the Greys! I knew it! Why, they ain't any more common than houseflies around here. Ain't never heard of anyone talking to them before. Probably because they couldn't remember. You can thank Dr. Henderson for the hypnosis. I'm sure he's quite sore about me barging out of his home after spending all that time on us. But the fact of the matter is, though the Greys seem like a threat, they have the best interest of life in mind, unlike the Zadens. So wait, the Greys have been killing folks but claim to be good? That just doesn't make any sense. My guess? The ones who died were abducted by the Zadens, probably just picking up any old wanderer and frisking them for the weapon. They don't seem to think like Greys do, just act and move on to the next victim. My goodness gracious, they all said this to you? Indirectly, but clear enough. So, hold on, let me get this straight. You're saying not only do the Zaytans want that bomb, but some organization here on Earth, correct? That's what it all seems to be adding up to. Walter, I never expected it to be something this big. The government involvement in Men in Black thing almost seems irrelevant because of this. Then this confirms it. Them Zaytans were responsible for this. They want to blow up the little we got left. Or whatever they and the Greys have going on up above in their homelands. Perhaps they plan to retrieve it and destroy the Greys entirely. But that makes perfect sense. And the thing they told you about humans being in control of it? Well, as long as we keep it here, there'll always be a chance of it going off somewhere. Maybe killing what's left of our race off. Bingo. And... Walter. What organization do you believe is actually in control of this device now? <laughs> Who do you think? That alien told me about me having it on my person only just before they abducted us. Look, we take a lot of shady jobs from the NCR, but this one tops them all by far. That outpost wasn't very far from Area 51, now that you mention it, 
and I bet a hundred caps that this all links back to them. Maybe they'll revive the old government facility. Maybe they'll crack it open with a device to discover more secrets. Who knows? But what they don't realize is that they'll get a lot of good people killed and perhaps disintegrate half of Nevada in the process. Oh my gosh! Thank you, Walter. That's all I needed to know. Thanks for stopping by. Walter! Walter, are you okay? Did she hit you? Just in my shoulder. I knew it. What, what are you talking about? I knew she was in on it. No humble woman like that just willingly gets involved with business like this. Good thing I had enough strength to pull my pistol and smoke that dame before she got the both of us. I, 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 I would have done the same, but I, I just panicked. It was so quick. It's okay, Bunny. You've gone through enough today anyway. But I... No, no, no. You told me enough times to start putting my foot down with the NCR, and I didn't listen. Well, at least let me help you back up. Okay. Come on! <clears throat> so, wait. This means that Rhonda might have been an agent of the NCR all this time? Making sure curious travelers don't know too much? <clears throat> it could be. But there's a chance she was something bigger. Like, maybe an agent for the Zadens. Sounds like she's been here for quite a long time. Built a reputation in this town long before the NCR moved in. She was waiting. But how... Hey, she could have been no different than the MIB. Used the same tech to morph into a human no different than how a chameleon turns from blue to green. Perhaps. <clears throat> but there's no time to speculate. We have to get that box back. Will you be able to move on? I may have to fish out that lead in your arm on the way there. I'll be fine. Thanks. Well, looks like Landon over there got the worst of it. Shot twice in the heart by the looks of it. <sighs> Rhonda had inhuman speed, no doubt. I have a feeling he'd have done the same to us at the rate of his angst. Well, he's gone now. Come on, let's get that battery and hit the road. This the place? Yes, just a small camp, but now I know it plays a bigger role. Don't expect him to play nice. Get ready. Already there. Hey, uh, I think I remember you two. Oh yeah, you're the ones with the car. <laughs> uh, did you forget something? Yes, actually. Uh, oh yeah? Uh, what's that? Everything seems to be in place here. I regret to inform you that we delivered you the wrong package. We came back as soon as we got word from the lieutenant. Must have been a shipping mistake. What? The wrong package? Yes, he was very clear about it, too. Well, uh, I'm glad you told me, but baffled he did. We already examined and reviewed the package. Order turned out fine. What? Really? Yep, looked it over and repackaged it to be sent off further westward. Are you sure? 100%, sir. <sighs> Dang. I think they're about to load it onto the bird to take it out to HQ in California. They're not gonna like this. Last thing we want you to do is make the wrong delivery. Glad we caught it when we did. All right, hold on a minute. So that must be the Verde Bird at the very back of the camp. Looks like an Area 51 break-in isn't happening. 
Yeah, now I think they'll save it up for Caesar's Legion when the time is right. Not a bad intention, but the damage won't be worth it. He's coming back. All right, go back to snoozing. He won't expect a thing if he sees you like that. Mm-hmm, gotcha. Hey, sorry, Mac, but the mistake must be on your end. We have all we need here. It was double confirmed by our research staff. What? That can't be true. Yeah, I'm afraid it is. Now look, you seem like good people, but the higher-ups are starting to get suspicious about why you're back here so close to takeoff. Best would be to turn around while you can. Sorry. <sighs> no, I'm sorry. Drop the gun. Whoa! Listen to me. That package is about to do more harm than good if you allow it to be shipped to California. Now do what you're told and get that darn thing back here now. You... you... turncoat. I said drop that gun. Don't do anything stupid. W withdraw! Withdraw! Get that bird out of here now! <gasps> Hold on to your seat, Bunny. This is going to get hairy. <gasps> Careful! Watch out for those tents! I have the maneuvering covered. Just keep your head down and your gun loaded. If that craft gets up enough speed to take off, we're in for a second great war. We're almost out of the camp. Bunny, get ready to roll down your window and shoot those wheels when we invade the line of fire. Yeah, I'll do my best. Just don't expect the best results. Don't worry. I'll help. It's got a ways to go until it takes off from the strip. If we can stop it before it gets there, we should be able to keep it here. <laughs> then what? Where do we expect to take a super nuke? I don't know, but I have a feeling that the Greys will know what to do with it once we get it. Get ready, we're pulling up to the side of it. Okay, here it is. Let's hope this works. Okay, now! I think I got one. Here, let me try. There goes another. It's still not going down. Then it's already gained enough velocity. We just may have to aim for the pilot in the cockpit. Wait, wait! What? The side hatch is opening. I think that's a turret gunner. Oh, Branch. Get back inside. He's gonna open fire on the car. <laughs> Darn. Had to take the car back a little. But what do we do now? It won't be long before they take flight. We only have one shot at this. Bunny, we're gonna aim for the gunner's leg. I'm going to speed up so I can jump directly into the vehicle. What? What? Are you crazy? It's all we got. Now get ready. Okay, we're coming back up on him. And you gotta do this before he starts shooting again. I'm ready. I'll open the door on your shot. Okay. Now! Good shot. Good luck, Walter. Good. I'm in. Hey, you're not supposed to be in here, intruder! Oh, no, you don't. You almost had me, buddy. But you weren't tough enough. Okay, now to the cockpit. The device is probably in there. Hey, did you take care of the two numbskulls in the car? Wait, who are you? <coughs> Must have been the co-pilot. Can't take another risk fighting like that. Need to use brute force. Hey, what the... Do what I say if you want to live. But I... Okay, okay, buddy. Whatever you want. Good man. I want the package. Whatever you boys calling the thing. The package? What package? 
Don't screw around with me, boy. I want whatever top-shelf cargo you have in this airboat. Whatever the heck it is that's so important. You mean that package? Yeah, yeah, here it is. It's in the lockbox just by your feet. Don't try and trick me, soldier boy. N no I'm serious. Command wanted it specifically kept in the pilot's care. I'm not... Command to Big Bird, Command to Big Bird, do you copy? Answer it. Uh, yes, Command. What's wrong? We're getting multiple unidentified aircrafts on our radar. Are you getting this? Wait, he's right. What are all those blips? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing them too. Are they close? Uh, yeah, very close. Crap. Pull up. What? You heard me pull this thing up. Okay, okay. Good. Now tell me when you see those unidentified objects. I'm going to open up this lockbox. Should keep you busy enough not to pull a fast one on me. I won't, I swear. Good. Now keep your eyes on the skies. I'll be just a minute. Shut him up. Okay, we won't hear from him anymore. <clears throat> Got it. Ah, uh, that's the same package, all right. Great, so can we please let this thing down? Not just yet. What? Why? We don't know what those things are up there. Take another look. Take another look. Oh my. That's the craziest thing I've seen. What the heck am I looking at? My word. Just as I thought. The Zadens are trying to hold back the grave. It's a full-on war zone up here. The what? The who? Please, just let me take this down. Fat chance. Now go on, take it a little bit higher. But I... Now! We're in the dead center of combat. I think they're using energy weapons. You're right. And those Zadens are coming on strong. We can't let them have this package. Zadens? You mean like from the comic books? No time to explain. We need to get this into the Grey's hands before this battalion turns into an armada. Oh my goodness, look! One of them is coming our way! I've got to- Don't you touch that control unless you want this to be your last flight. Now wait. It is getting closer to us. Think that could be a Grey ship? I don't know, I don't know! Just do what you need to do. Wise words, pilot. I will. Now keep this thing level. I'm going to see if I can rendezvous this thing to them. Let's just hope it's the Greys and not the Zadens. At this point, I don't care if it's the Enclave. Go! We're way too high. I'm lucky if I'm not sucked out of this thing. Hey, aliens! You want this? Make it known that you're not Zadens. Hello? We're taking fire! Alright then. I'm trusting you with this thing. Now take it far away from this place. Here you go. Great Scott is taking a hold of it with his abduction ring. There it goes. They're moving away. I think they're following that big one. They're chasing after it. I think they'll be taking the fight elsewhere, far away from Earth. Good gosh, they're quick. They're almost out of sight. Hey, can, can I take this thing down already? You got it. Our work's done here. Now you can take it down. Oh, and let me get on that radio set. I've got a date with a girl and a car. So wait. You hijack the vertebrate, knock out two of the crewmen, and force the pilot into the air. 
where you meet a fighting fleet of saucers. <laughs> That's right, Bunny. I just... Uh, I just can't wrap my head around all this. Uh, we, we go from alien abduction to potentially saving the world, and in between, we meet a crazed hermit conspiracy theorist, and perhaps a shape-shifting Zetan? Uh, how are you so sure the package went to the Greys and not the bad guys? Well, thing is, I'm not. I did my best to judge either side's spaceships. One had a not-so-fancy basic round disc-type fleet. The other had a similar fleet, but decorated with strange fins. Only one had the time to pull to the side of the vertebrate and take the superweapon, so they got it. Well, it had to be the Greys. I mean, you did say they'd know when to meet back up with you. My thoughts exactly, Bunny. And good on you for the accurate shooting and all the pre-knowledge about all this space mumbo-jumbo. It probably saved our lives more than we thought through this whole endeavor. Just doing my job as a good partner should. So, what about the pilot? You think he's gonna get the axe by the NCR? I told him the best I could about the situation, but he had too much trouble taking it all in. So I just told him to make up a story that seemed more believable to his commanding officers. Don't expect him to keep that story, so he may just get demoted for losing us and the package. Oh, that reminds me. What about the NCR? Will they... Not to worry, Bunny. If this comes back to bite us, I'll work something out with the lieutenant, or just make up the story myself. If anything's for sure, Humphreys is an easy buy. Boy, that was close. On so many levels, too. Hopefully Dr. Henderson can piece more of his studies together with what we discovered with him. Not like what he'll find will matter much nowadays, but he has quite the hobby. He'll be fine. Oh, and Bunny, I'm sorry again. I'll be more careful with the jobs the NCR throws at us from now on. Or at least run them by you first for a proofread. No need, Walter. I can't imagine a simple delivery job to go this far. Neither of us would have taken it if we knew. <gasps> Walter! What? Look at our hands! Our ha- Oh, my. The symbols. They're gone. It's, it's as if they were never there. Look! Whoa. Then this must mean... The Greys got the package after all. <laughs> well, would you look at that? Guess this confirms it. We just closed a case in space. This has been Walter and Bunny in The Strip. Be sure to stay tuned next time for the case of the Three Ring Murders. The day of fun turns into murder. After a string of suspicious killings in a wasteland carnival, Walter and Bunny search desperately to find the killer. Who could be the deadly freak show murderer? Find out next time in... The Strip! In the production you just heard, Walter Camry was impersonated by Eric Huffman, Bunny by Sharon Grunwald, Landon by Can Kennan, Rhonda by Alexa Aragon, Dr. Leo Henderson by Matthew Holmes, Alien by Joshua Belmont, Additional voices by Can Cannon. This episode was edited by Power Hobo. The Strip and True Vault Escapades are all productions brought to you by the A-Bomb radio station and smartphone app. You're listening to ABR. That's A-Bomb Radio, in case you forgot.
Do you love Dragon Age? Have you always wanted to learn more about its vast world and detailed lore? Are you still attached to your hero of Ferelden, even a decade after Dragon Age Origins came out? Or maybe you're a newer fan, still discovering a new tidbit or quest every day. Well, either way, the Dragon Age Lorecast is the podcast for you. I'm Austin, also known as Teacup. And I'm Shelby, also known as SheCup. And come and join us as we embark on a journey to explore and discover all things Dragon Age. We'll discuss all kinds of topics, from Lyrium to the Chantry and the great mysteries of the old gods, and even more that even you Bioware superfans might not know about. So come and listen on Spotify, Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast. And always remember... Swooping.